a solo trek part 2 i walked along the shore upstream and found the waterfall i looked for the opening which balu had shown earlier and found it easily i stepped down the rocks carefully and reached under the waterfall there were a couple of stones which were not wet from the spray of water and i sat on one there was no sound other than that of falling water and i found it so peaceful to sit there and look at water flowing from above me the sound of falling water drowned out everything else and it looked like a cocoon safe enough to last an eternity i looked around the roof of the place i was sitting in and it was curved with sharp pieces of rock on the ceiling the outer part of the rock was smoothened by water flowing over it for ages there were some large rocks behind me and i got up to examine them they were all wet with spray from the waterfall i climbed over the rocks gingerly holding on to the ones on the side for balance once on top of it i found a small opening behind the big rock i carefully stepped down to the other side of the rock and took a torch from my backpack there was very little light coming in through the waterfall behind the rocks i turned the torch on and stepped into the cave very carefully i expected snakes or some small animals inside the cave but found nothing there was only a small space inside with the roof of the cave just above my head it seemed to be cut into the stone a long time ago looking at the walls and the roof there were some broken twigs and small bones lying at the end of the cave i did not want to venture further to explore the bones and twigs hence backtracked and came out the giant piece of rock acted as a natural gate and blocked the entrance from the outside some unknown ancestor of the forest dwellers would have found out this place and used it as his or her home or as a hiding place i examined the area outside for any further caves but could not find any i walked out through the other side and reached the other side of the waterfall deciding to follow the flow of river i walked alongside the stream for a while there was no trail to walk on that side but the growth was not thick the stick in my hand came to use as i pushed the bushes and walked on the stream became wider as it went along and the flow was getting stronger there were some rocks visible but the water was flowing over it there was one more waterfall a little further ahead but it was a smaller one there were bigger boulders and rocks through which water was squeezing through i decided to cross over to the other side as the rocks were bigger and wider there i found one which formed a good seat and sat on it to enjoy the view it was not every day that one gets a chance to sit in the middle of a river or stream and i sat there looking at the water flowing around me sun was up but inside the forest it was still a bit cold i enjoyed the sunlight falling on me sitting on the rock small fishes were flowing down the stream and jumping through the waterfall and swimming through the gaps between the rocks i sat there watching the fishes continue on their journey to faraway rivers and seas i got up crossed the stream and reached the other side i walked alongside the stream looking to find a way back to the trail I heard some rustling and suddenly found myself face to face with an elephant. It was alone and quite huge. He also seemed surprised to find me suddenly in front of him. 
I stood motionless, looking at the elephant. The standoff seemed to last for some time, but it was probably only a couple of seconds. I backtracked and slowly walked backwards without making any sudden movements. I found a tree as I walked backwards and hid behind it. I peeped out to find the elephant standing at the same spot. I was not sure about what to do. I decided to wait and see how the elephant will react. I heard the tree branches rustling and peeped out again to find the elephant slowly moving in my direction. I decided to make my move and quickly darted back through the thick bushes. The elephant seemed to have realized my scared disposition and started following me. I picked up speed as the elephant started running after me and his trumpet reverberated through the forest. The whole earth seemed to shake in tune with his steps. I kept thinking of a plan to escape and decided to take the elephant as far down the stream as possible and cross the stream. The trees were quite thick in that area and it helped me gain some ground. I reached the small waterfall where I had halted earlier and decided to cross it and try my luck. It was slippery when I had sat on it earlier, but I did not want to think about that and jumped over the rocks in haste. I quickly crossed the rocks and jumped into the thick bushes on the other side. There were trees standing close to each other and I hid myself behind them. I looked through the gap between the trees to find the elephant standing on the other side of the stream. He trumpeted and put his feet into the stream. He took a couple of steps into the stream and stopped. I thought of resuming my run but waited to see what the elephant will do. He dipped his trunk in the water and decided to drink some water. I waited for a few minutes to assess the situation and found the elephant still standing half in the stream. I slowly started walking upstream, stopping midway to turn back and listen, and still worried if the elephant would follow. But there was no sign of that and I quickened my pace. Soon I reached the other waterfall and crossed it. I waited for a few seconds on the other side to check for any signs of the elephant. Hearing nothing, I walked back along the trail to the forest lodge. I walked faster, almost at a trot. There were no more surprises on the way back, and I was panting as I climbed the slope to the front of the forest lodge. Balu was sitting on the veranda and came running to me as I climbed to the courtyard. He cried, "Oh, I was worried about you. Where did you go?" I said, "I just went for a trek. It was quite a fun experience slipping into a chair." I opened a bottle of water and drank all of it in one sip. Balu looked at me curiously and asked, "Was there any problem? You look tired and shaken. Where did you go? It is dangerous going alone into that area." Pointing in the direction from where I had come, I explained, "Yes, I realized that. I just walked in the waterfall and enjoyed the view. On the way back, I came face to face with an elephant." probably a rogue i had to backtrack and come the other way he followed me for a while and i escaped by crossing the stream and coming back through the passage under the waterfall balu exclaimed oh my god it was so dangerous that elephant has killed two forest dwellers in the last one month i asked oh so you know him have you seen him 
Bailo replied, No, no, I have been lucky to have missed him. He has one cut on his earlobe. Did you see that? I have heard that he got it from a fight with his herd long time back. He has been alone after that incident. Never misses a chance to kill people who come in front of him. You are lucky to be alive. Oh, I can't imagine. It was so dangerous, so dangerous. He sat down on the steps with his head in his hands. I tried to explain. Look, Balu, it was supposed to be a fun trek. I thought I would be back in a couple of hours in time for lunch. I had finished my work and was wondering how to spend the time here. Then I thought it would be a good idea to go for a short trek and started from here. It had all gone well till the elephant appeared in my way. Balu said, I could never forgive myself if something had happened to you. The elephants are very dangerous here. They regularly destroy tribal villages and even kill people who come in their way. You are very lucky to be alive today. I agreed. Yes, in hindsight, I agreed to what you said. It was indeed stupid to go out alone. It had gone well till that point. Anyway, all's well that ends well. So tell me, how was your meeting with the police and the politicians? Balu replied, Oh, please don't ask. It was mayhem from the time we reached. Raju and his group won't agree to anything. They were so adamant in their demands. They did not move an inch backward. At last, the SI put his foot down. We were lucky to have him on our side, otherwise we would have no chance. He asked us to continue with our play at Charyagao Temple this week. Raju has threatened to block us there also. It is going to be a mess, but let's see how it goes. I asked, that is good news, isn't it? You cannot worry about politicians too much. They will keep on doing such things. Balu replied, I know, but this Raju and his gang seems to have taken it too seriously and might cause trouble. Cherigao is a strong fo- hold for his party. I talked to my friend Ganesh, who is organizing the festival there. He said not to worry and come without any fear. You are also coming with us, right? Yes, unless I am a burden on you. I can go by myself, which is also fine with me. By the way, when is your program planned there? It is in three days time. If you want to stay here and take rest till then, we can go there on the day of the program. The festival starts the day after tomorrow and I can connect you with the festival committee there. They will get you the necessary permission to shoot. I said, Oh, I talked to the editor today and he is happy with the work I did here. I told him about the plan for Charyagav also, which is fine with him. I will take a couple of days off and stay here, then come with you all to Charyagav. That's what I am thinking now. That is a good plan. This is a great place to relax and unwind. Done. So for the next two days, I'll enjoy your hospitality. Here is the key. Please do have lunch. No need to wait for me. I will take a bath, change and come. Handing over the key to Balu. Thank you.